This is the story of Froggy Meets a Penguin. You can read along with me in your book. You'll know it is time to turn the page when you hear the chimes ring like this. Bling! Let's begin now. Froggy, time to rise and shine. And Froggy was listening to his favorite jams by Raffi, a classic Canadian children's songer, songwriter. And he listened to Rise and Shine. Do 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 do. Anyone ever heard that song? No. No? Yes. Well, you gotta get the CD from Sam Goody. So, anyways, he woke up. He was feeling great, listening to some jams. He started really jamming. Then he turned on some heavy metal, and he was like, "When you come to Bear Country." And he's like, oh, this is a great hit by my old favorite band. Oh, what was the name of this band again? Snake Eyes. That's right, Snake Eyes. And he's like, now I'm in a good mood and I'm feeling really energized. And now it's time to go out and chop some wood. So he went into the backyard and he chopped down a tree with his chainsaw. Timber. And it fell down. And he said, let's get rocking. And he got his axe out and he started chopping and 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 chopping. Chopping, 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 chopping. And he made it into an epic beat. And he was getting so much chopping to the beat that he started sweating. He was sweating so profusely that he couldn't even see. There was salt in his eyes. But he said, I can't stop chopping. Chop, 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 chop. Until he broke his axe. And he was like, blast. My axe is broken. And I'm sweating profusely. I'm sweating like a dog. And he said, I need some ice. So he went down to the gas station, 7-Eleven, and they had one of those big ice chests out in front of the place. And he's like, excuse me, storekeeper. And the storekeeper was a, um, a big uh, rattlesnake. And this, the storekeeper was like, yes, is there anything I can help you with? And Froggy was like, yes, I need some ice. And the storekeeper was like, that will be seven dollars. And Frog's like, here you go, seven dollars. Thank you very much. I mean, s-. And Froggy was like, yeah, I've never heard a rattlesnake say an SH sound. You guys always say S sounds. He's like, well, sometimes I like to say shh instead of s-. And Froggy's like, whatever, dude. I'm going to go get my eyes. So he went out and got opened up the ice container and he looked in and there was no ice. But there was a penguin. And he's like, hey, what are you doing in here? And the penguin was like, I'm chilling out. What else would I be doing in a refrigerator, bro? And Froggy was like, well, that's actually why I wanted to get some ice was so that I could cool myself down. And the penguin was like, come on in, man. The ice is cool in here. And Froggy was like, there isn't any ice in here. He's like, well, the air is cold in here. So Froggy hopped in, and he was chilling out with the penguin. 
And he was like, so, Penguin, uh, why are you in here anyways? Why aren't you up at the North or South Pole? And the Penguin was like, yeah, I was there. But then things weren't going so well. It used to be where all the penguins could have fun and could relax and could chill out. But then this guy called The Penguin moved in. And he pushed all of us real penguins out. And it was just some big, huge guy with a tuxedo on who was one of, I guess, the bad guys from Batman. And he's like has a, a dangerous umbrella that he uses to poke you with. And anyways, he's a big issue. So we all have relocated around the country to various 7-Eleven ice coolers. And Froggy's like, that's a big issue. I'm going to help you with that. Once I've stopped sweating profusely. So he chilled out in there. They played tic-tac-toe a couple times. And uh, Froggy won twice. The Penguin won twice. They played one more game and it was a cat's game, which means it was a tie. So they were like, meh, sounds like a good place to quit. Let's go get rid of that Penguin guy. So they got out there. They went to the train station. They said, two tickets to the North Pole, please. And he said... Oh, yes, uh, we'll send you through Saskatchewan, transfer to Nome, Alaska, up onwards to the North Pole. That will be $100 each. And Froggy's like, but we don't have any money. He's like, no money, no money, no ticket. Name that movie. Frosty Yes! Bing! Bing again! It was the same dude from Frosty. He still wouldn't give tickets to kids to the North Pole. So, they went out. They got their best, best baseball cards. And they sold them. $100 each. And Froggy was really upset because his was an awesome Mark McGuire you know, record-breaking home run card, and he sold it, but he was like, well, I got to help out my bro, this penguin. Got to get the bad guy penguin out of the North Pole. So they now had money, and the guy was like, yes, money, yes, tickets. Have a nice time in the North Pole. And Froggy was like, thanks. This is a round-trip ticket, right? And the guy was like, nope, one way. See you later. <laughs> Closed the door, and off they went. Froggy's like, blast, one way. How am I going to get back? And the penguin was like, oh, life finds a way, my good man. Life that's finds a way. And so that's off they went. They rode, they rode, they rode. They got to the North Pole. When they were getting closer to the North Pole, Froggy put his head out the window. <laughs> I smell him. He doesn't smell like a penguin. He smells like beef and cheese. And sure enough. There he was, the big, huge guy in a tuxedo, sitting there eating beef and cheese. And the penguin and froggy came up with a plan. Okay, he's sitting there on an iceberg, and I've got this, this blowtorch. A blowtorch is a little, like, thing that makes fire. He's like, we'll melt the ice so that it forms him onto a little iceberg... And then we'll push him away, 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 and he'll float back down to North America where he belongs, and the penguins will be welcomed back into the North Pole. So they sneaked up and they started blowtorching. They were cutting away 
the penguin's piece of ice. They get, we're getting closer and closer to the middle, and the penguin couldn't hear him because he was munching so loud on his beef and cheese. <laughs> and they almost got to the middle. <laughs> and at that moment, a little mosquito landed on the penguin's nose, and he started swacking at it, moving his head all around. And he moved his head to the side, and all of a sudden he caught sight of the little friendly penguin. He's like, what? Is that a penguin here on my iceberg? I thought I chased all of you out of the North Pole. And he started getting up to chase that penguin away. And Froggy was like, ah, quick, we got to finish this. And they were getting closer and closer. And then the bad guy, the penguin, noticed what was going on. He said, hey, you kids think you can get rid of me? And he grabbed his umbrella to come over and swack them with it. And they were like, ah, hurry, two inches, three inches, one inch and just barely they made the finish the cut the penguin was getting closer and they shoved it off to sea and he was like no as the gap got too wide for him to jump and they said goodbye penguin and his iceberg started floating farther and farther away until they could hardly see it And off he floated, floated, floated down to North America. And he ended up in Gotham City where he became one of Batman's bad guys. But that's a story for another day. Froggy, however, he was in big trouble because now he was stuck at the North Pole. The penguins were all coming home. No, we're talking about Froggy today. He's up at the North Pole. He could jump. All the penguins were coming back, and they were all so stoked. They were like, Froggy, dude, you saved us. We can all come back and live our lives. We can enjoy the March of the Penguins once again. And Froggy was like, dudes, but this is no place for a frog. I'm freezing. I'm freezing my frog legs off. And they were like, Froggy? You have done such a great deed for us that we've pooled together all of our best baseball cards and we're going to sell them and buy you a train back home. And he's like, oh, thanks, guys. You're going to buy me a train ticket? And they're like, no, we're actually buying you a train. Your own train, dude. And he's like, what? You must have sold some serious cards. They were like, oh, yeah, man. We're talking about Ken Griffey Jr. rookie cards. We're talking about Willie Mays. We're talking about Jose Canseco. And you're like, ah, well, maybe that didn't fetch as much money as we thought it would. But those Willie Mays cards and those Babe Ruth cards, now, those were some serious coinage. They were like, well, Froggy, here it is, your own train. And Froggy was like, thanks, guys. This is awesome. And so he hopped in the train, blew the whistle to all his new friends and said, I'll be back on Sunday. Mark my words. Off he went. And when he got home, he pulled the train up right into his backyard, loaded all the wood that he had been chopping earlier the day into the back and drove all around town delivering wood from his train. And all of his neighbors were like, wow. That froggy, he's such a kindly young gentleman. And where on earth did he get that train from? And he gave everyone rides. It was awesome. They eventually 
parked that train in the city park of Frogopolis, where it still operates to this day, giving kids rides all around the park. The end.